Reverend JJ back again here at the Lotus Lounge. So it's Saturday afternoon, birds are chirping. I am just now kind of getting my day going. I was just lounging around and relaxing and resting and taking it easy. It's been a long week. Hope everybody's doing well. So I just got my Starbucks and drinking my mocha iced venti latte and I got these egg white and spinach and kale with mushroom. I think they are like these little egg white bites. They're so good. But then I also took my supplements and I wanted to just share with you what was in um, two of them because the moringa leaf is moringa. That's what's in it. And the frankincense ginger and turmeric is that's what's in it. But the anti-parasitic capsule that I ordered from Mrs. Mangos over in Rockledge, Florida, the anti-parasite um, capsule, what it has in it is black walnut, clove, ginger root, dandelion root, milk thistle, worm wood, and then something that's French, and I don't know, it says Po de V something, it's like a P-A-U, D apostrophe, A, I think that's a V-E-O, uh, sorry, my having a hard time reading some small writing. I have to get reading glasses. So apparently I'm at that age now where I need reading glasses, but that's what was in the anti-parasite supplement. So I thought that was good for you guys to know. Um, Milk thistle, um, I mean, all of these have healing properties to them. Um, But I mean, specifically the dandelion, milk thistle, wormwood. I mean, that's why it's in this capsule. So it's here too benefit the body and to rid the body of toxins and then the leaky gut fix what's in there is marshmallow root licorice root slippery elm and aloe vera Um, so those are the things that are in the leaky gut capsule that I'm taking Um, I have been trying to integrate a little more aloe Uh, I don't know if anybody is aware, um, but like aloe vera plant um, and aloe has so many healing properties. um, And I had heard that it assists with the gut health. Um, So I actually have some of the aloe vera as like a drink that you can get. Um, And then obviously aloe helps with cuts and scrapes and burns and things like that too for your body. Um, so, I mean, there's so many things, but I just took my supplements. Uh, so I am, you know, spring cleaning. And like I was saying in the last episode, your body is your vessel holding your spirit. So we want to make sure that we are properly taking care of our body so that it functions optimally. So today's episode, I wanted to delve a little bit more into the benefits of yoga and using yoga as a coping skill and a coping mechanism to be able to stay grounded and to navigate through all of this crazy that we have going on. And I had said in yesterday's episode um, that I wanted to kind of wrap this up this season um, because this season was really focusing on specific things that you can do to cope, right? Um, We talked about the six things in life to stay balanced. Um, I touched on the importance of healthy eating. Uh, We talked about the need for sleep and rest. Uh, I shared a lot of different things um, on here about you know, my experiences, my ideas, these are my opinions and the things that I'm doing to keep myself healthy 
and then maybe some of these things you can do to help yourself as well. So uh, I want to delve into more of the symptomology of anxiety and depression, eating disorders, uh, and I want to get more into the spiritual aspect of things as in talking more about chakras and um, the benefits of realigning the energy uh, and doing some other things like some mantras and some chants. So I have some ideas that I want to continue to do with this podcast. Uh, So I wanted to maybe have like one or two more episodes uh, for this season. And then I'm going to be moving into some more of the mental health things. Uh, I do have another therapist, a another licensed clinician uh, that I've worked with. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I would like to invite her and I already have invited her, but I would like to have her on as a guest um, and hear her input and her insights on different things that maybe she's doing to help herself um, and some things that she's experiencing with clients. Um, so uh, I wanted to get into that too. So I have a lot of different ideas that I want to do with this podcast. Um, So today, uh, I really wanted to look into the benefits of yoga and what yoga can do to help you heal and to help you stay grounded. So, you know, my experience with yoga, I am certified and trained. Um, I have a 200 hour uh, certification. Uh, I am, oh my God, I'm so flummy. I am registered with the Yoga Alliance. uh, So you can actually find me on there as well. Excuse me. Uh, I received that certificate, I believe it was back in 2008. Uh, Just going off the top of my brain. um, I have the certificate around. I don't have it directly in front of me, but I believe it was 2008. Uh, when I attained, obtained that certificate. And I really enjoy what yoga does. So I really wanted to make sure that you guys can understand the healing power that yoga can have. You don't have to do 45 minutes to an hour every day. If you did five minutes of yoga three times a week, you would see a difference in your body. It's not something that has to be um, a constant thing. Uh, I just know for me that there was a time in my life that yoga was just something I did routine. And I would be sitting watching TV and I would be stretching out my legs and extending out into different poses. Um, I would do different techniques while I was lying in bed. Uh, It just kind of became second nature. It just became part of who I was. I lost the drive and the ambition after Captain Mike died. And for years, I didn't do any yoga. Um, I thought about it. And um, it was on my mind. And I was living a yogic philosophy, I guess you could say. I just wasn't engaging in the actual physical practice. Um, So this is what happens in life, right? We kind of like fall off our path and sometimes we have to regroup and get it back together. Trauma happens, things in life happen. Tragedy occurs. So, you know, we can't beat ourselves up over something that happened that deterred us away from our direction because we can get it back. Sometimes we have to kind of go off the path and we have to kind of regroup. So I stopped doing it, but I thought about it all the time and I just kind of contemplated. But I was able to find myself again and when I had worked at uh, another agency 
the what was she the um, director of operations uh, she also was a yoga teacher and she was teaching yoga in the auditorium and I offered to teach a class on some of the days that she wasn't teaching uh, and I really enjoyed it and it just gave me such a sense of wellness and like I was contributing and giving back to the people uh, and it was helping me also <clears throat> so I had to put that on the back burner though and I had to stop because I had to take care of myself and I was overextending myself and I was getting burnt out at work uh, the job was overwhelming and absolutely ridiculous and the expectation is unrealistic uh, for any clinician so that's why it's a high turnover rate and they rarely keep clinicians there uh, for long periods of time. Um, there's three therapists that are working there right now still, and they've been there, uh, I believe, for about five years. <clears throat> and other than that, there's been a turnover of probably 15 to 20 other different therapists or, or more. Um, so whatever, I got burnt out. Plus I was in a unhealthy relationship and that was wreaking havoc on me as an individual. Uh, and it was dimming my light and it was taking away from who I was as a person. So I had to know my limits and I had to stop doing the yoga classes at the agency. And in the last year or so, I've started to get myself back to that discipline and dedication to myself and my body and my healing. I was being abused and I was in a traumatic situation and it's really hard to heal when you're constantly being traumatized. So that part of me was not being uh, focused on and I wasn't really thriving. I was barely holding on. I don't even know how I kept it together, um, but that's that strength and that perseverance that we have to have and we have to keep going and brings up tears to my eyes and I know that there was parts of me that I had to kind of set aside and I didn't even get to really be myself um, because I was in such an unhealthy environment and I tried doing yoga like I remember doing it and I would do it when he wasn't home um, and I would meditate and I would find moments that I would try to reconnect back with myself and I did even some yoga with some clients uh, I had a client and we would go to the park uh, and I would I showed her a couple of um, postures I did a yoga session with her, just a 15-minute to 20-minute um, short and sweet session on opening up the throat chakra, uh, which is important. And then I um, did another session with her at a different time at the park um, on the heart chakra. And after we engaged in that practice, uh, we spent some time talking. It was her therapy session, but I used and integrated the yoga into my sessions to help help with the process of healing. That's what JJ Lotus Therapy Lounge LLC is all about. It's not just about mental health. It's about healing the mind, body, and spirit. So I'm here to bring you from the darkness to the light, and I'm here to demonstrate that I can... I've done it for myself and I can do it for you, but you've got to also want to do the work. And I don't think people always realize what that means when you're in a counseling situation. It's not just that we have a therapist that we just complain to and we tell all of our problems, but then we don't do anything about it. It's your life, right? Your life. You're here to create what you want for yourself. You've got to be the one to put forth the effort and the commitment to yourself to want to change and to want to improve. I'm not going to save you. Only you can save yourself. 
My job is to assist in guiding you to finding your happiness. I don't know what your happiness is. You know what that is. So I mentioned saving yourself. And I may have talked about this before, but I wanted to bring it up again. But I remember having a dream after Captain Mike died. And I was at the top of a cliff. And I remember seeing him falling down the cliff, falling to the ground. And I reached out to grab him and I couldn't save him. And that's the significance of what I'm talking about, that you can't save another human being. You can't save another spirit. You can only save yourself. So when you get into therapy or you go to counseling, it's challenging. It's uncomfortable. It's meant to be because that's the catalyst for change. If you stayed in your comfort zone and you stayed in your little bubble, then nothing would change and it would all stay the same. So then we would just be cycling around and circling around with the same patterns and the same behaviors. And then you're still miserable and unhappy. So to find your happiness, we have to be uncomfortable. And even in yoga, when you're practicing yoga, it's the same idea. There might be some slight discomfort, but we don't want it to be painful. You need to know the limits of your body and your own limits as a person. And you need to listen to what your body is telling you while you are in the posture. So yoga is yoke to yoke yoke like in an egg is like blending together combining bringing together the mind body and spirit connection so yoga has healing power yoga is an ancient study and it's been around for thousands of years Yoga has helped me heal physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So I um, have had several car accidents. Uh, I mentioned before that I've totaled four different cars, but I've also been in multiple other car accidents that I didn't total a vehicle that I just had, you know, minor damage that was repaired. But I've had a lot of accidents. And uh, a few years back, uh, about close to three years ago, um, I moved. Uh, The situation was just so messed up. Um, I actually moved out of my house. I moved into an apartment. I talked about this. Uh, uh, And then I had to move out of that apartment and I moved back to the house. And then I moved from that house into another apartment across the state. (laughs) So within like a three month time frame from March to May of 2000 and... 18, I believe it was. Yeah. I was the year that my son graduated high school. Uh, I moved across the state, but we also moved. It was a very unsettling and, um, disturbing timeframe. And I thought I was being evicted and it was just utter chaos and, uh, instability. Uh, really, really difficult time in my life then as well. Um, there was some dark night of the soul, uh, episodes and incidents occurring there. But that was in 2018. So I had moved multiple times. So lots going on with the body. And, uh, I ended up throwing out my back. Uh, this was an injury that I had continuously re-injured. Um, there was an incident that I was demonstrating a yoga posture to a client and I didn't warm up. Um, so I want to kind of preface the importance of doing the warm up process before you start really getting into, um, the heavy duty postures. Uh, you want to make sure that your body is warmed up and that you're, um, stretched and flexible. So I'll never forget. I was demonstrating pigeon pose. Uh, it's one of the hip openers 
and I didn't stretch and I didn't warm up. I just went into the pose just to think like, oh, I'm a master yoga teacher, so I don't have to stretch. My body will just go into whatever posture it wants to at any time of day without needing to do any formal stretching. Yeah, no. I threw my back out and I hurt myself um, and I had to see the chiropractor and um, I, I spent months... Okay, so that was one incident. So then it ended up re-injuring again later um, after seeing the chiropractor and healing that. Um, I moved and then I re-injured myself again. And that was partly to do with the fact that I was sedentary and I wasn't really engaging in yoga on a regular basis. So my body wasn't really used to that. And the core strengthening that I had created for myself was weakened and uh, ligaments and um, tendons and that's the core strength that happens with yoga. So I re-injured myself after I had um, moved and I threw my back out again and my body was literally shaped like an S. Like my hip was so far out to the left that like my hip was under my boob or like under my like um my armpit like I mean it was just my body was like shaped literally like a snake like an s and I would I was just totally kicked out to the left and I had such a hard time walking I didn't take any pain medicine I didn't do shit like that um I just had to grin and bear it And I went to the chiropractor three times a week. And I'm so thankful that the company, and it's the same job that I had gotten burnt out from, but thankfully they worked with me and they let me take, um, I had to do like an hour almost uh, three days a week. Um, So I had to take like an extra half hour um, on my lunch. Um, So I would have to either come in a half hour early or stay a half hour late, which really wasn't a big deal because I was already working through my lunch and overworking on other days and staying late and coming in early. So it's not like I wasn't making up the time, but they allowed me to go to the chiropractor on a regular routine basis. And, um, they had to kind of stretch out my back. So at the same time as this was going on, while I was doing that, I was starting to get myself back into wanting to do stretches again. And that's when I had this client that I was working with also, um, that I was helping heal. So by helping heal her, it was helping heal myself, right? Heal thyself and heal others. So I also had a uh, car accident. Um, This was when I was in undergrad uh, with my girlfriend, Jessica. And uh, I think I talked about this too, where we had a car accident. And um, I'm not sure if I mentioned this uh, and I apologize. I don't want to repeat myself, but I feel like I've done so many episodes that I can't really always recall everything that I've shared. Um, But I did get in this car accident with her. It was her birthday. Uh, I'm such a douchebag too, because we had gone out, we were drinking, we had alcohol in the car. Um, You know, I think she turned 21. Um, We went to Boston. This is when I was in um, undergrad. And I said her and I were the only two people that would ever leave campus to go anywhere. Uh, So yeah, we ended up leaving and we went to Boston and um, we went to her birthday and we were going to go to her um, house in New Hampshire after that. So we went clubbing in Boston. We had alcohol in the car. uh, So we weren't very smart with that. We had marijuana. We were smoking weed. Uh, We went to a club like in the club. They were smoking blunts in the club. Uh, And I forgot, like I used to have my clip pierced. I had a piercing. And, um, we were getting drunk and wasted. And again, this is 20 something. This is 20 something years ago. Uh, I'm not this person anymore, but I remember being at this club and we were hanging out with this band and we brought the band into the bathroom and she was like, do you want to see my friend's clip piercing? And I pulled down my pants and I showed the band the clip piercing that I had. Yeah. So I didn't really obviously have very much class at that time and, Clearly, alcohol continues to play a part in my life. There's other alcohol-related incidents that I haven't shared, and I'm probably going to end up sharing those too. 
Um, but yeah, so we went there, we were clubbing, it was her birthday. And on the drive home, we had gotten into a car accident and she was talking about doing something, going somewhere else. And I was tired. I was drunk. I was a passenger and I actually, and this is, I don't, I don't think I've ever shared this. So, I mean, this is, this is getting really intimate here and this is me being vulnerable, but, um, I pulled the wheel and we, we had an accident and I caused the accident. I was drunk. <clears throat> we had alcohol in the car. Uh, we were drinking at the club. I was 20 something. I made a poor judgment. Uh, I was under the influence. I don't even remember why I was like half asleep. I, I, I feel like I was kind of passed out, but I don't even va- vaguely remember. I don't know what the fuck happened, but we were on the highway on like a three lane highway, six lane, three on one side, three on the other side. And I did it. I pulled the wheel. I caused the accident. It's my fault. I did it. I take ownership and responsibility that I did this. So we fucking crashed. We crashed into a fucking tree. We went off the road. We're lucky that we didn't hit any other cars. I don't even understand what the hell happened. I didn't even anticipate talking about this on this episode either because the plan was to talk about yoga. But I wanted to talk about this accident and how yoga healed me. So we're throwing all the fucking bottles out of the car into the woods. We ended up hitting a tree. She had like some little red uh, Ford Ford Focus, I think it was. <clears throat> so it's not a very big car. It was a small little car. And I think it was totaled. So we ended up, you know, ambulance is called, you know, we're throwing alcohol bottles out the fucking window. When I say that I could write a fucking book and this is a movie, like you don't even understand. So she grabbed the bowl because we were smoking pot. She grabbed the bowl and was holding it in her hand. This cop comes over. He's all talking to us. We are in the ambulance. They bring us to the fucking ambulance. I hurt my shoulder. That was my point. When I pulled the wheel, I got jerked and my right shoulder slammed into the door and I sprained it. Um, My girlfriend also got injured, uh, minor injuries though. We were so lucky. Like we are so insanely lucky. So of course we were drinking and she had alcohol on her breath. So my friend got charged with the DUI And, um, so we're talking to this cop and we're both brought to the ambulance, into the ambulance and brought to the, um, whatever hospital that was nearby. I don't even know where the hell we were. And, um, somewhere outside of Boston on our way to New Hampshire. So I don't know where we were. And, um, I don't know. We ended up some hospital. She's still holding the marijuana bowl, the paraphernalia in her hand the entire time while she's being interviewed by the police officer. (laughs) So then we get to the hospital and she took the bowl and she stuck it in her vagina, like in between her legs, not literally in her vagina, but like in the area of her like underwear in between her legs. So that way it was kind of secured there. Nobody, if they did a search, they weren't touching in between her legs. So they wouldn't have found that there was paraphernalia that we were, you know, had on us. So not only do we, did she get in trouble for that? We were trying to avoid getting in trouble for the paraphernalia and the marijuana that we also had. So yeah, this was a huge fucking ordeal. And I will talk about the incident that happened when I was in college with her as well. Uh, we'll have to get into that at some point with the drug deal and all of that insane craziness that happened too. That was, that was funny. I got some crazy fucking stories, man, when I was in college. Um, so <laughs> hopefully some of those things will come out as we go through this whole process. But so nobody ever found the bowl or the paraphernalia. Um, she did get charged for the DUI. Um, she did have to go to court for that. The car got totaled. Um, she agreed not to sue me because it was my fault. Uh, and we literally drafted up a notarized document and we both went to the court or sorry, to, um, like a bank together. And we both showed our IDs and everything. And we drafted up a formal letter that said that she would not sue me for what happened. Um, so, I mean, I could have lost everything. I mean, I was 20 something. I mean, the whole situation was just so fucking messed up. Just talking about it just makes me feel so horrible about myself. I haven't heard from her in a few years. Um, I did see her 
Um, she lives in Connecticut now, and um, we have maintained contact since then. Um, so thankfully, she never held that against me for, you know, totaling her fucking car and causing this huge accident and legal charges for her. I mean, what the fuck, man? What kind of a friend am I? That's horrible. So <laughs> we still ended up connecting with each other. Um, she she was stayed with the um, same guy that we were with in undergrad. Um, she stayed with him. Uh, and sadly he was a narcissist and he was abusive and he was physically harmful towards her too. Um, he didn't do that when we were in undergrad, um, but I guess that started to occur. And then they had kids. Uh, I think she had two kids with him, I believe. Um, but I did see her in Connecticut when I went to visit my family, um, about three or four years back. Uh, I went up there for, um, my 40 something birthday. I don't remember which one. That was the one when I had said I went up for my grandma's, um, right before my grandma passed away, I had gone up for my birthday and I had spent time with her and I saw her, um, I think that was my 41st or 42nd birthday. So we're looking at three or four years ago. So I actually just saw her three or four years ago. Um, so that's a friend that I guess I've maintained for 20 something years. Um, but yeah, that's a really messed up story. So she did end up going to court for it. And um, the charges got dismissed. Uh, the officer that had arrested her um, actually asked her out on a date and um, had a crush on her. And we ended up finding out that he was engaged. And so that's a really messed up situation, too. So he had a fiance and then he was hitting on her. Um, so he did not show up for court. So the charges were dropped. So, yeah, lucked out there. My point of the story is I injured my shoulder and when that happened, that was 20 something. Um, I thought it was going to be a permanent injury. And then I started doing yoga on a regular basis and I healed it. Um, it actually causes me no injury or harm at all right now. Um, it used to get sore every once in a while when it would start to rain or if the weather wasn't that great, you know, how some people's joints and things start to wreak havoc. Um, it used to do that, uh, but now it doesn't do that anymore. So hold on, let me take a sip of my Starbucks here for a second. And then I'm going to delve into all of these benefits of yoga. Um, but I wanted to touch on how it's helped heal me. Excuse me. Sorry. I gotta get a swig off of my mocha latte coffee fix so I do have a uh, therapy session that I'm doing this afternoon at two o'clock I've only got one appointment today Uh, and then I'm going to try to put the other patio furniture together Um, I had told you about the patio furniture that I got for my patio that goes outside of my little um, room and then there's another uh, balcony so I ordered um, more patio furniture that is going to be loads of fun to put together because it doesn't seem to be easy to maneuver. Um, but I'm going to get the boys to help me. So uh, that's on my agenda for today. <clears throat> I also have mentioned that I want to do some videos. Um, my goal is to set myself up somewhere tomorrow. And I want to do some, I have like three to four specific meditation mantra videos that I want to do and three to four off the top of my head, um, yoga postures, uh, and specific things that I want to do to assist, um, with that. So, uh, if you recall, I had mentioned my training is, um, in beam yoga, breath, energy, alignment, and movement beam. But then I also have Kundalini, um, training in my background as well. And I wanted to start focusing on that a little bit. So Kundalini uses specific mantras too. So I want to talk about that. Um, And then I wanted to delve into some of the chakra meditations. Um, So I have some things that I really want to start focusing on. And then I had mentioned that I want to have a guest on here um, along with me to discuss some other mental health stuff that's going on and anything else that maybe she'll have as a insight and input into some ways of coping with all this crap that's happening around us. 
So, <clears throat> I've got some things in the works, and uh, I want to start loading them and uploading them to um, YouTube and also to Ribbon, um, which is the platform that I have that I use for um, my yoga sessions. Uh, and you can find that link when you book your healing session if you go to my website, jjlotustherapy.com. So the number one thing that yoga does is it assists in improving your flexibility. So you'll probably notice that you'll have some aches and pains at the beginning, but when you start, it's normal. The hips and joints might be strained due to proper improper alignment you might have some tight hamstrings and some issues in the spine. You might have some muscles where you're not flexible and the connective tissue and ligaments in your posture may be off, but yoga can benefit in loosening over time those strained and tight muscles so they can relax and be more flexible. So yoga also strengthens your muscles. Um, your muscles are necessary and protecting us from different conditions. And your muscles is what holds all of the bone together. So any conditions with back pain or arthritis uh, or um, anything else that happens as we age, um, we notice that things can change with our body. So the, the purpose of yoga would be to strengthen the core muscles. And, you know, yoga does impact the tendons and ligaments. Those are the micro movements. We have micro and macro movements in yoga. Um, usually those are things that are not addressed if you go to just like your regular gym and you're just lifting weights to build muscle that way um, because those are different muscles that are being focused on um, yoga starts from the core and goes out so sometimes if you're in a gym and you're working out those are more of the like outer muscles strengthening that you're doing not the core strengthening yoga will help benefit and po perfect your posture um, it assists in standing and sitting upright and being erect with your spine and your neck. Um, we don't want to lean forward um, or be leaning backwards in any way. Um, so we want to make sure that you're not slumping. And this helps strengthen and perfect your posture. Yoga will also assist in preventing cartilage and joint breakdown. So it can be regenerative and it assists in taking your joints through the full range of motion to help prevent arthritis and any other disabilities or things that might be going on. Um, your joint cartilage is like a sponge. It receives fresh nutrients only when the fluid is squeezed out and a new supply can be soaked up. So it needs to be sustained. It needs proper sustenance. So we need to make sure that we are lubricating those joints and muscles. Um, and I want to say, I don't know if anybody has ever had cracked knees. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, but I'm also just going to add this. Um, when we have different joints and ligaments, specifically your knees are cracking a lot, um, that's an indication that those um, joints are not lubricated properly and sexual function can actually assist in lubricating some of those joints in um, areas of the body. So uh, people that have knees that crack a lot usually gives me an indication that they haven't had very much sex. Um, yeah, my knees crack all the time and I have not been having any sex in a year. So yeah, it's starting to get old. 
but yoga also assists in um, preventing the breakdown of any joint or cartilage damage. It protects your spine. And this is what I was talking about. I had a slipped disc and herniated um, discs. So your spinal discs, it says the shock absorbers, which are between the vertebrae that can herniate and compress nerves. And that's what happened to me. And that's how some people like you'll have that. um, Oh, crap. What is that called? Shit. This is a nerve that shoots down um, from your back all the way down to your feet. Um, I had that was being pinched at one time also. Um, But the movement and the stretching of the different asanas, um, different back bends, forward bends, and different twists and things is what will help lubricate the spine. It gets the, um, your cerebral spinal fluid flowing, CSF, cerebral spinal fluid flowing, um, so that lubricates the back and it helps keep your spine healthy. Uh, It improves on your bone health. Um, It's already documented that weight-bearing exercise strengthens bones and helps ward off osteoporosis. So a weight-bearing exercise in yoga would be like downward dog or upward dog. Um, That helps strengthen your bones. Yoga also lowers your stress hormone, which is the cortisol, um, and that also helps keep calcium in the bones. So by doing yoga, you're lowering your stress hormone, which is the cortisol, um, and then that also assists in maintaining the calcium in your bones. It increases your blood flow and your circulation. Um, It gets your blood going. Um, I talked about getting moving and the importance of movement. Um, The relaxation exercises that you learn in yoga can also assist in circulation, uh, especially with the extremities of the hands and feet, the arms and legs. Um, Yoga also gets more oxygen into the cells so they function better. Twisting poses can help with the blood flow and your internal organs. Um, wind relieving pose is another one that I can think of off the top of my head where you're bringing your knee up toward the ear. So it's going along the side of the body and you can rotate your knee around like knee is bent and you're bringing it up. So then you're rotating it around, which massages your colon. Um, so that gets the blood flow. Uh, so there's so many things that are going on, um, If you have any issues with swelling in your legs from your heart or any kidney problems, it can assist with that. Uh, It boosts the levels of your hemoglobin and your red blood cells, which that's what brings oxygen to the tissues of the body. It helps thin out the blood, making platelets so it's less sticky by cutting out the level of clot, promoting proteins in the blood which can also lead to a decrease in heart attacks and strokes since blood clots are often the cause of these killers. Uh, And remember, they were talking about the AstraZeneca, um, whatever mRNA vaccine um, that may have been causing some blood clots. Um, So see how yoga can play a part in helping heal and promote healthy living. It drains out your lymph nodes and boosts your immunity. So it helps boost your immune system. Um, When you're in contract and stretch muscles, so when you contract and stretch your muscles, that movement um, of the postures helps increase the drainage of your lymph, um, which is the vicious fluid for your immune systems. It helps the lymphatic system fight infection. It also destroys cancerous cells and disposes of toxic waste products of cellular functioning. Yeah, yoga does a lot. 
it improves your heart rate. It lowers your chances of heart attack. Also assists in relieving depression. While not all yoga is aerobic, if you did it vigorously or you take a flow or an ashtanga class, it'll boost your heart rate into the aerobic range. So there you are getting your somewhat cardio. But yoga exercise that doesn't get your heart rate up that high can still improve your cardiovascular conditioning. There have been studies that have found that yoga practice lowers the resting heart rate, increases endurance, and improves your maximum uptake of oxygen during exercise. All reflections of improved aerobic conditioning occur. Another study found that subjects who were taught only pranayama could do more exercise with less oxygen. It drops your blood your blood pressure. If you have high blood pressure, sorry, if you have high blood pressure, you'll also benefit. There were two different studies that found Um, And this is in the British Medical Journal called the Lancet. Uh, It compared the different effects of Shavasana, which is court pose, and then simply lying on the couch. And after three months of Shavasana, it was associated with a 26-point drop in systolic blood pressure, which is the top number, and a 15-point drop in diastolic blood pressure, which is the bottom number. And the higher the initial blood pressure, the bigger the drop. So the higher the initial blood pressure, the bigger the drop. So just by sitting in Shavasana or corpse pose, that alone improves your blood pressure. Um, That's an amazing study. It regulates your adrenal gland. Lots of people have issues right now with their um, adrenal functioning. Um, so it lowers your cortisol, which is what I was referring to earlier, which is the stress hormone. So normally the adrenal glands secrete cortisol in response to a crisis, uh, and then it temporarily boosts your immune function. If your cortisol levels stay too high after the crisis, they can compromise your immune system. This is how people say when you are stressed out, you cause yourself to get sick. So your immune system isn't functioning optimally. So we're kicking ourselves into, if we're in crisis, we're in fight or flight or freeze mode. Um, So we're in a hypervigilance type of mode. So it's that mental state of feeling like we have to be on alert, which is really unhealthy. Um, It's just like if you were at war, uh, which we are right now, but when you think about war, Vietnam War, Civil War, um, you know, shooting, uh, veterans being at war, that kind of thing. Um, their hypervigilant mode is on alert 24-7 because there could be any potential threat at any time. Um, that starts breaking down the body, and that's what this is talking about. Your adrenal gland isn't working properly because we're in crisis mode. So yoga can assist in lowering that stress hormone. So it's a temporary boost that can permanently change the brain um, if we're in a constant hyper mode. Excessive cortisol has been linked also to major depression, osteoporosis. Uh, It says that it extracts calcium and other minerals from the bones, which interferes with the improvement of new bone. It's also linked to high blood pressure and insulin resistance. So excessive cortisol, so being stressed out, uh, can cause some pretty serious issues. Um, In rats, high cortisol levels have led to what researchers would call food-seeking behaviors. So this is where we seek out comfort food to help us feel better when we're upset, angry, or we're stressed out. So this also contributes 
to your to an eating disorder. Um, the body takes those extra calories and distributes them as fat into the abdomen, which also contributes to weight gain and the risk of diabetes and heart attack. Yoga makes you happier. Feeling sad? Go sit in lotus. I'm all about the lotus. Growing from the mud, right? So, using different postures, uh, you know, dancer pose, um, your favorite poses. For me, I love doing um, thread the needle. It's one of my favorite poses. But by engaging in yoga, it can improve your depression and it also leads to a significant increase in serotonin levels and a decrease in monoamine oxidase, an enzyme that breaks down neurotransmitters. Um, There was a study done at the University of Wisconsin um, by a Richard Davidson, PhD, and he found that the left prefrontal cortex showed a heightened activity in meditators and finding that has been correlated with a greater level of happiness and better immune functioning. A more dramatic left-sided activation was found in dedicated long-term practitioners. So consistent yoga practice can improve one's feelings of sadness and it boosts your serotonin, which is the happy feel good. Um, And then it decreases monoamine oxidase, which breaks down your neurotransmitters. So then that would take away or like eat up those happy feel good transmitters, neurotransmitters, dopamine, serotonin, uh, probably the GABA receptor. More or less, it causes you to eat less, which will help you improve burning calories and assist with weight loss and then, in fact, improving your health. Yoga may also inspire you to become a more conscious eater. Lots of people are talking about that intuitive eating. I'm hearing this a lot now Um, in mindful eating. When I did my training in yoga, we did several mindful eating techniques. And one of the ones that we had used was a raisin. And we chewed this raisin, one raisin, for like 15 minutes. I mean, it literally just like disintegrated into your mouth. Um, And then, so you were chewing it for so long and being very mindful of the texture, of the flavor, of how it felt in your mouth. Um, Just really being totally aware of the food and the flavoring and everything, being um, cognizant of the benefits of the vitamins and the nutrients that the different foods had, right? So yoga will help with an all around healthy lifestyle. It'll like force you to be more aware and more conscious of what you're putting into your body. And remember your mental health begins with your gut health. So your stomach has its, is a brain. Your stomach is its own brain. Okay, so you literally have two brains. So we have to remember what you put into your body is also what's going to benefit it. It lowers your blood sugar. Yoga lowers your blood sugar and the LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, and it boosts the HDL, which is the good cholesterol. So if people have diabetes, yoga has been found to lower the blood sugar in multiple ways. It lowers the cortisol, so here we are again with the stress hormone, um, and your adrenaline. So that's the your adrenaline. When it kicks in to gear, that's when you're in fight or flight mode, right? When people say, my adrenaline is, is kicked in. 
Um, it encourages weight loss and improving sensitivity to the effects of insulin. Get your blood sugar levels down and decrease the risk of any sort of diabetic complication, such as a heart attack, kidney failure, or even blindness. Yoga helps you focus, gets you focused and present in the moment. Studies have found that regular yoga practice improves in coordination, your reaction time, your memory, and even in your IQ scores. People that practice transcendental meditation, which I do not, um, but people who do, um, demonstrate the ability to solve problems and acquire and recall information better. So assist with memory, IQ, reaction time, and coordination. Um, what happens is you're less distracted by your thoughts so you're not playing over and over the same endless song like I talked about before the same loop right the same script in your head so yoga helps us get focused and present in this moment it relaxes your system it helps and encourages you to slow your breath to relax the body to focus on the present and it shifts your balance from the sympathetic nervous system which i talked about before that's your fight or flight response to the parasympathetic nervous system which is where it's calming and restorative and the remember i said the parasympathetic is your freeze or to fawn um phases if you're feeling that you're being threatened or you're in crisis Um, so yoga will help us calm it lowers the breath and the heart rate decreases blood pressure increases blood flow to your intestines and the reproductive organs and um, that assists in our relaxation response so yoga will help you relax. Relax the mind and relax the body. Regular yoga practice will also assist in improving your balance um, and your ability to feel what your body is doing and where it is in space. People with bad posture or dysfunctional movement patterns usually have poor balance um, that which is also linked to some other issues might have knee problems or back issues Um, sometimes people um, are falling a lot yoga can assist with fewer falls and improving in that balance your proprioception So this assists also in nursing homes um, and the elderly. So tree pose is one of the um, most effective ones that helps us feel less wobbly on and off the mat. So we want to work on balancing postures. Uh, Dancer pose would be another good one. Um, And uh, warrior three is another good balancing posture. So it maintains your nervous system. So in um, yoga, you're able to control your body in a lot of different ways. And the purpose of yoga, the yoke, as I was saying before, um, is to combine breath with movement. So yoga is all about that combination of the inhaling and exhaling, flowing with the movement Um, so as you're breathing we're breathing and we are able to calm the nervous system so um, there have been some studies that have shown an unusual heart rhythm uh, specific brainwave patterns and uh, raising of one's temperature in different degrees that can yoga can assist 
in improving the blood flow throughout your body. So when you're in a more meditative state, the nervous system is able to kind of calm. 